Are you ready to be transformed? If so, you've come to the right place. In this podcast, I intrigue, inform, and inspire success-minded individuals just like you to create the future they desire in all areas of their life. My name is Gorney Williams, and I am your agent of hope. Well, welcome again to our Thanksgiving Victory Series. We always start with our two foundational scriptures, and they are 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. And it says, But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. You know, many, many Christians thank God after good things have happened. But people of faith, people like me, people like you, we have learned how to thank God before we see the answer. And when you thank God by faith, it opens up your mind, it enlightens your understanding, it opens up your spirit, to receive answers, and to receive grace from God. And with enough grace, my friends, you can do anything through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. You see, God is not limited in his ability. But we do not receive according to God's ability. We don't even receive just according to his perfect will. We receive according to our faith, and we receive according to our heart. So if you believe that God has heard your prayers, if you believe that something happened when you made that statement, that confession, that profession of faith, then what's left? What remains but to say thank you? If we, you and me, my friends, if we are going to live the abundant life that God has so freely provided for us, then we are going to have to increase our capacity to receive from him. And we do that by cultivating a lifestyle of thanksgiving. Cultivate, that means it's not going to happen automatic. You have to make an effort to do it. Lifestyle, lifestyle means not just once in a while. Not just once in a while we're saying, thank you, Lord. It's in the morning. It's in the afternoon. It's in the evening. It's day after day and night after night, a lifestyle of thanksgiving. We are going to cultivate a lifestyle of thanksgiving. Well, let's do a quick review of some of the scriptures that we've talked about as it relates to this lifestyle of thanksgiving. Because we want to make sure we're lining up with the word, right? So here we go. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20. It says, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 2, verse 7 says, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, And whatsoever you do, in word or deed, 
do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. And then 1 Thessalonians 5.18, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And then Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, it says, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Did you catch what these verses are saying? Giving thanks always, abounding with thanksgiving. Whatever you do, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks. Let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks. In everything, give thanks. This is a lifestyle, a continuous lifestyle of giving thanks. And by giving thanks, you're revealing what you're looking at spiritually. Remember, you cannot see your miracle when you're looking at your problem. You cannot see your miracle when you're looking at the need. But if you will look at the seed of God's word and give thanks, it sets in motion the light of God, the spirit of God, the power of God, and the faith of God. But if you become unthankful, my friends, it darkens your mind. Romans, remember Romans chapter 1 verse 21? It says, when they knew God, they didn't glorify God. They were not thankful and became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. It darkens you to where you cannot see things. And of course, if you are having a problem, you need to be able to see the light of the Lord's direction. You need to see the light that would that would build and increase your faith. And the key to that is thankfulness. When your imagination is vain and your mind is darkened, it tends to show up. You know how it shows up? Grumbling and complaining. But Philippians chapter 2, verse 14, we just read it, I believe, last week. It says, do all things, all things without murmurings and complainings. Over in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10, it says, Neither murmur ye, as some of them also murmured, and were destroyed of the destroyer. Complaining opens the door to the destroyer. When you begin to complain, it's not just, it's not just a negative mindset. Don't fool yourself. You are ignoring the word of God. Here's a phrase worth remembering. Doubt despairs, complains, and is sad. Faith rejoices, gives thanks, and is glad. Let me say that again. Doubt despairs, complains, and is sad. But faith rejoices, gives thanks, and is glad. What is the victory that overcomes the whole world? The Bible says it is our faith. Well, one great big evidence of faith is that you are giving thanks. 
Let's turn over to the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew in chapter 16. I want you to notice something that's one of the most important verses, one of the most important parts of this Thanksgiving Victory series. Matthew chapter 16, we see Jesus here, and we all know that Jesus is our example. And as our example, he shows us what to yield to, he shows us what to resist, he shows us how to respond, and he shows us how to react to everything in life. He is the perfect example. And the Bible says that Jesus was tempted. It says he was tempted in all points, just like we are, yet without sin, without failure. In Matthew chapter 16, I want you to notice something. Beginning down in verse 13. Look down in verse 13. When Jesus, he came, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I am? And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But whom do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And they believed it. And Peter spoke this revelation by the Father. But if you go down to verse 21, notice what starts to happen. Jesus, he began to show them how he must suffer many things and be killed and be raised again the third day. And Peter, Peter took him aside. Down in verse 21, Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Rebuke Jesus. He began to rebuke him and he said, he said, be it far from you, Lord. This shall not be unto you. Now, if you look at the original Greek here, those of you that, that study, you, you look at the original Greek. Instead of saying, be it far from you, if you look at the actual translation of the Greek there, it says, pity thyself. Pity thyself. And you see one of the strongest reactions of Jesus anywhere in the scripture. Jesus turns around and he says to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You're an offense to me. You savor not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Because, because of what? Because he said, pity yourself. We need to learn a lesson here, folks. Listen to what the scripture says in other translations. Get behind me, Satan. You're an obstacle in my way. Get behind me, the basic English version says, you are a danger to me. The God's Word translation, if you look at that, it says, get behind me, you are tempting me to sin. Tempting it in what way? To feel sorry for himself. To pity thyself. This is one of the most dangerous and destructive things in life is feeling sorry for yourself. If you begin to give place to that, it starts you down a dark 
dark path that leads away from God's call, away from God's will, and toward toward desolation and destruction, toward total despair, toward depression, toward death. It is so dangerous that Jesus wheeled around and said, Get behind me, Satan. And you and I need to learn to do the same thing. Listen, never, ever, ever, for any reason, under any circumstances, anywhere, anytime, never, ever, ever feel sorry for yourself. It's unbelief, it's being unthankful, and it's being ungrateful. Never feel sorry for yourself. Resist the devil. Resist those thoughts, those ideas, those imaginations. And realize that you have got a lot to be thankful for. And in his light is even more light. Say this to the Lord with me. Say it with me right now. Thank you, Lord. You are so good to me. I refuse to pity myself. I refuse to feel sorry for myself. All thanks be unto God. You, God, give me the victory. All thanks be unto God. You, God, always cause me to triumph. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe so that we can be together again soon. And for more information, check out the website at gorneywilliams.com. Until next time, as it says in Romans 12:2, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know what God wants you to do, and you will know how good and pleasing and perfect His will really is.